welcome to Becoming Whole podcast. I am your host, Claire Bradshaw, a life coach and a yoga and meditation teacher. Join me as I explore with my guests what it means to live a life of wholeness and connectedness, a life where all parts of ourselves, our body, mind and spirit come together into alignment, where we're truly living into our own personal values and the fullest expression of who we are. So if you're a seeker, a feeler and someone wanting more from your precious life, then tune in every fortnight and let's grow together. Hello, welcome to another episode of Becoming Whole with Claire. And today I have another solo episode for you and I'm going to be talking about my journey to wholeness so far and how it all began. So what was it that happened in my life to begin me on a an inward journey, a journey of inquiry and a journey of beginning to you know connect much deeper within myself and as I begin to change within myself then seeing the external reflection of that so I don't know if you've heard the quote by John Kabat-Zinn that says wherever you go there you are I think so many of us probably maybe starting to notice this in our own lives So for me, I always used to look outside of myself for the answers in my life. And if something wasn't working okay, then I would look to change the external environment or I would blame other people. Um, I used to jump from job to job seeking that perfect job. And it was only after a number of job changes that I realized that actually I still wasn't finding that feeling that I really wanted. And it wasn't until, you know, after a certain point that I realized that I was the common denominator in all of the situations. And that was, you know, quite a deep uh, discovery. Uh, Wasn't necessarily very comfortable because what that meant was suddenly I had to take responsibility for the choices that I was making in my own life and how I was showing up um, rather than blaming the external circumstances for my feelings of you know I suppose unhappiness discontent you know those types of things so there's a couple of key things that have happened in my life that have really brought me to where I am and I wanted to talk through these because I think that you know stories can really help to bring um, a lot of these messages to light and um, I think that you know as humans this is this is the way that we connect you know so and I realized that I haven't really spoken about these types of things in depth so I really wanted to share this with you and see whether there's something in here where you're like ah oh, I see something in my own life similar to this or through my story you're able to see some some light in your own life and maybe this can also be um, of assistance to you so many many years ago um I was working really hard to get into my ideal marketing job in brand management for big international brands um you know it took me you know a number of years to finally get into that brand management job um that I thought would make me really happy um, my ego felt good because people were understanding my job and I had this feeling of prestige. I used to go to fun parties and, you know, I got paid well. Um, but when I, you know, arrived into this job after a little while, probably six months to a year, 
something inside of me just wasn't feeling good. And, you know, I think, uh, I don't know if you've heard of the kind of phrase um, expectation hangover, but I think, you know, in retrospect, I probably had a bit of that. I think I had a high expectation as to how I thought I would feel um, in, in this, you know, brand management job. And I actually wasn't feeling that. I was feeling empty. I felt that there was something more um, in my life than what my current circumstances were looking like. I felt like I needed more challenge um, and needed to kind of have a different or more real experience of life. Um, I wanted to feel something real and I wanted this feeling of more meaning and fulfillment in my life. And, you know, at the time I didn't realize this, but now reflecting back on how I felt and the journey that I've taken since then, I now know that I was being called really to connect with my heart and soul. So this, this, these kind of sentences that used to go round and round in my head and these questions that were saying, there must be more to life to, than this, you know, there is more that I'm meant to be doing, you know, and this kind of feeling of like, but I don't know what that is and I don't know how to get there. I realized that that was my, um, you know, my call to connect deeply with my heart and soul. Um, but, you know, at the time, no one was really talking about this type of stuff. Um, you know, I didn't really know of any life coaches and yoga scene was very different to what it is today. And, you know, there weren't so many spiritual teachers getting their messages out there. We didn't really have like, you know, a lot of social media back then. So, um, you know, I, I didn't really know where to look. And at that time, I didn't really know what to do with my feelings of discontent. I wasn't really depressed. I just had this feeling of being, you know, unhappy, discontent and numb. And part of me felt guilty to admit that I didn't feel good, both to myself and to others. Because I'd worked so hard and, you know, I had to you know, gone to university for three years studying this stuff that, um, you know, I felt guilty to then suddenly be feeling that I wasn't connected to what I was doing for work. And actually, I didn't even know what it was that I wanted to do outside of this. So I was scared. I was scared to fully admit this to myself for fear of change um, or finding something I wouldn't like. So at the time, I just sucked it up and I carried on. Um, and I carried on for a while after that, to be honest. Um, but then my body began to speak to me. Now, quietly at first, I began getting eye twitches regularly, skin rashes. Then I got gut problems, then headaches. And then the worst was the severe vertigo. I'd be in work meetings and the whole room would spin. I'd be paralyzed. I'd feel nauseous constantly. I'd go to the doctors and they'd run tests that came back all clear. They gave me pills and sent me on my way. But something inside of me spoke to me at that time. I didn't take the pills. Um, I knew in my heart that the pills were just a cover up for what was truly going on. I knew that there was a root cause. And I knew that if I kept going in the same way that I'd just get more sick. So I made it my quest from that point. It was like a, a point when I knew that I couldn't continue in the way that I was going. And I knew at that point that I really needed to do something for myself. And so I made it my commitment to get to the root cause of my feelings of dis-ease. 
You may have heard the quote, as within, so without. So what's going on within us reflects on the outside and the outside reflects what's going on in the inside. So my quest then involved a road trip around Latin America for 18 months. Again, I was still looking externally, but I knew that there was something within myself that needed to be addressed. And I felt at that time that I needed some space and I needed some adventure and some challenge to help me to find that. And so over that 18 months, I spent time, I went with my now husband and we spent time volunteering in a Hare Krishna yoga center. We climbed mountains, we explored ancient ruins and we visited temples. We spent hours on buses contemplating life. We learned Spanish. We taught English to Guatemalan kids and it gave me the real opportunity to connect deeply with myself. Now, I didn't really know that that's what I was doing, but now, again, reflecting back to that, having that space gave me the opportunity to connect, and it was such a gift, because finally I started to really hear my intuition guiding me. I felt my heart, and I let go of the striving and some of my perfectionistic tendencies, not saying that I've overcome that yet. Um, and I began accepting myself a lot more. I was able to have periods of contemplation, of reflection, which I think are so important for us to take the time to do, to take stock and see whether, you know, things are working in our lives, what is working, what isn't working, and then making those adjustments accordingly. And then a few years later, after all of this inner exploring, um, I then went to India for yoga teacher training. Um, And this was in 2014. So physically, my body at that time wasn't really ready for the undertaking of an intense Ashtanga training. But my mind and my spirit was so ready. And after a week of training, I actually became really sick sicker than I've ever been in all of my life. I couldn't eat and hardly take water for three days. I lay delirious in bed until a really loud voice came. And I didn't know who the voice was or where it came from, Um, whether it was my intuition, higher self, a guide, who knows. But it took me, it told me to get out of bed or I would die there in India. So I listened because it was a really loud voice. I jumped out of bed, put my clothes on, but they were falling off me. My tongue was stuck to the roof of my mouth and my skin was wrinkled due to dehydration. And I got myself on the back of a motorbike and I went to the hospital. And, you know, (laughs) the hospital was really like a hospital for my nightmares. And you see, what was kind of interesting was that this hospital was the hospital that I had feared since childhood. Um, I had a massive fear of hospitals, and there I was in the worst I could ever have imagined. There was rubble everywhere, cows poking their heads in, flies, dirt, grime, and three of the beds were covered in dry blood. The doctor told me I needed treatment immediately as my organs were going to pack up. And I had no choice. I had to get treatment there and then. 
And I saw myself, I saw myself wanting to run and to hide, a habit that I've had all my life. But I had to stay. I had to stay or I would die. I was confronted with that choice and I was confronted to face a fear, a deep, deep fear, or the alternative was that I was, you know, potentially not going to make it. So, of course, I chose to stay and I lay on the bed and then suddenly there were five or six people around me trying to find a vein. They were panicking and I was absolutely petrified. I was all alone and full of fear. But I had no choice but to feel all of it. I lay there and felt my panic rise. I felt all the sensations of fear in my body. And once I felt this, felt the emotion fully, and it was like I had to stay with the emotion all the way to the end. So most of the time in our lives, and you know, I notice this in my own life and speak to clients a lot about this, you know, we're looking to escape emotions most of the time. If it's an emotion that we don't like, we will escape it. And we have so many ways to escape emotions in our modern lives. We can put Netflix on. We can drink alcohol, eat ice cream. We can go shopping. We can take drugs. We can get involved in gossip. Anything that involves us not feeling that emotion. But you see, I was in this situation where I couldn't get away from the emotion. And this emotion of absolute petrified fear was one that I would always run away from but I had no choice but to feel it fully and once I'd felt the whole of this kind of terror it changed and then I felt self-pity I felt feelings of woe is me I'm all alone why me why is this happening to me boohoo this type of thing and again I had to feel this whole emotion And I had to feel it fully all the way to the end. And then something absolutely miraculous happened. Everything became lighter. I suddenly felt a sense of gratitude for being treated. I felt connected to the cows, the dirt, the grime, even the flies. I was no longer struggling or fighting with the fear all my present circumstances. It was like all of that stuff lifted and left me. And instead, I became fully present, allowing everything to be as it was. And I remember having the resounding feeling that I was okay to die. I wasn't fighting that fear. I wasn't fighting, um, you know, death, essentially. I was just allowing everything to be. And I think, you know, this is full surrender, I knew that everything was okay. I felt held, I felt loved, and I felt supported by something much greater than me. And reflecting back on this, this was the biggest gift I could have been given. And isn't that so? Many times it takes heartbreak, illness, a death of a friend or a loved one to feel into the transient nature of all things and to recognize what's truly important. Because outside of this, we can get so stuck in the the mind and the striving and the desires and wanting things to be different to what they are, that we don't give ourselves this space to really, you know, feel into a sense of gratitude into the present moment. 
And this for me was the point when I really truly connected to my heart and connected with my soul and knew that life would never be the same again. I finally attached the place of wholeness that I'd been searching for. I didn't realize that it was something I could find within myself because I'd always searched for this outside of myself. From validation from others to getting high grades in school to getting promotions in work comparing myself to others from the way I looked at things that I owned um, and then from there I from that point I started to delve inwards and I began reading incessantly dedicating hours of practice on my yoga mat I studied um, wellness coaching holistic coaching and started a daily meditation practice that I've continued to delve deeply into philosophy into um, yogic practices into um, you know modern day coaching um, practices mind body connection and um, and then from there of doing so much work on myself I then began to delve even more deeply into teaching yoga, to hosting this podcast, to my one-to-one coaching, and now the group coaching that I am launching. And, you know, this all comes from a core message that comes from the experiences in my own life, is that a knowing that we are all whole and complete at our core. But to meet this place in inside ourselves, we need to create the space we need to create the space so that we're able to see what's underneath the surface to create the space to peel the layers back of what's keeping us from from this place of stillness this place of calm and heart and to clear some of the emotional baggage that we've held on to in our bodies to clear some of the limited belief systems the fear the pain the anxieties judgments the not good enough stories And I wholeheartedly believe that to hold back on doing this internal work of peeling the layers back when you're finding negative patterns are repeating um, is that by holding back, then we're, we're really holding back on the call of our souls. We only get this one precious life. And, um, and this is why I continue to peel back the layers. And as I do, I have found in my own life that I'm feeling more me, more authentically myself every single day. So if you've been feeling stressed and anxious, if you've had deep feelings of fatigue, a bunch of physical symptoms that can't be explained by the doctor, or you're feeling like there's more to life than this, You've maybe got a busy mind and you struggle to stay still and be alone and you have an underlying feeling that something is missing in your life. Then I want to invite you for a 30 minute free discovery call with me because I have a group coaching program called Whole Coming Up and that is going to be an intimate class that will run for eight weeks and the intention will be to introduce you to different aspects of yourself Drawing on ancient wisdom and modern science, I will teach you practices to support yourself, providing journaling prompts for self-inquiry. Think of it like a coming home to yourself. By the end of our time working together, you'll have a daily self-connection practice, tools to take good care of yourself, 
a deep understanding of your values, your triggers, and how to better handle your mind and your emotions. We will complete this with delving into Dharma, purpose, and also self-coaching techniques. This coaching program is intended to get you started on your inner journey. I know for myself, it was really overwhelming when I started to delve into this work. Um, I didn't really know where to start. Um, And what I have found is that it is really important to have support and community as you delve into this work. You see, we're all in this life journey together. We're being called to evolve, to grow, to expand and deepen our love for self and others. So we need to clear what's in the way and set ourselves up from a place of grounded awareness. And this enables us to step into our wholeness and our innate, authentic power and strength. And I'm here to guide you and support you. Um, So if this is sounding good to you, if this is sounding exciting and it sounds like this is something that you want to gift yourself, then um, I would love love to have you with us. So this is the first time that I've run this group coaching course. I have done a lot of group work in person and um, I have based this course off my one-to-one program called Whole. um, But I'm going to be, you know, taking it to an intimate group of um, people for this first round. And um, I'm offering a, a special early bird price to people who are listening to this podcast um, so you can find all of the details. I'll put the link in the um, the show notes um, so you can see what this program is about and um, book in a call with me if you are keen. And we are going live with this program week commencing 2nd of December. So if you're keen, get involved. We will be working on this before Christmas with a two-week break over Christmas and then be restarting in 2020. So this um, this course, this program, this group coaching program will be a perfect way to set yourself up for um, 2020 and um, you know, really starting to connect more deeply with yourself because truly we all deserve this in our lives um, and to stop looking outside of ourselves for the answers and to start to build our lives from the inside out rather than from taking everything from the outside and trying to find that um, sense of completeness within and I can promise you one thing looking outside of ourselves and trying to get the things to make us feel more complete it ain't gonna work <laughs> so I would love you to join us and um, I've got some absolute golden nuggets to share with you tools that are gonna last a lifetime and um, yeah if you're keen love to have you there thanks so much for listening take care And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And I do hope that you enjoyed this episode and gained some new insights. If you're enjoying this podcast, please do share it with friends you think may benefit from the message. And if you'd like to rate the show and give it a review on iTunes, not only would I be so happy, but this will also help increase the show's visibility so that more people can benefit from the messages. I would love to connect with you. So you can find me on Instagram. My handle is underscore Claire with an I and an E Bradshaw underscore. I so totally can't wait to connect with you soon. Have a beautiful day.